All right, guys. Hi. Hi. My name is Amika Danabemesi. Um, you are welcome to the Dear Young Man podcast. As men, we, as men, we often go through life with a whole lot of questions in our head. Questions as to who we are, what defines us, what makes us man enough, and what doesn't make us man enough. On today's podcast, I have with me an amazing person, a friend, a writer, a designer, a Manchester United fan that has cried a lot. And we'll be dissecting, having this table conversation, what really makes a man a man? What defines us as a man? But can you please make welcome Sylvester? Hi, bro. Good evening. Yeah. Yeah, God 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 will not show most. Yeah. Yeah, so um first off, let's start with Monster United. <coughs> so <laughs> so in, as as a, as a United fan, how do you feel yeah. so far? The season just concluded. What do you think your team did right? What do you think you guys did wrong? What do you think is the way forward? I, I, I we had an, an underwhelming season. Okay. Um, at the start of the season, I wasn't expecting us to compete on the semi title or some percentage, you know, in, in the top two positions. But I felt that we could have had more number of points than we did. That in the cups, we could have won one or two. Um, the, the semi final defeat to Chelsea at Wembley was, was particularly painful because I felt we had a good enough team, a good enough momentum that won that game. Then again, the we are in the Oak we were very disappointed. We missed chances and we were likely punished. Um, going to the next season, there's, there's a lot of pressure on the manager to perform. I'm one of the people that um, I won't call myself and, and bully out sporting, but I'm someone who wants him to succeed and he needs to succeed. At the moment, it doesn't look like he will. We see how the same last week in the squad. We are not really finding anybody or making any improvement in the squad. So, at this time, I worry about the future of my time. Okay, so I, I, I hope you guys um, do well next season. But, but, but on a lighter note, do you think Sancho is the answer to all the questions you all are asking? Or is it just one of those? One of those players that might come and do good enough, but might not change so much for the team. I, I think Manchester United's problem is rather than one player. Um, like we have seen with Bruno, he came in and improved his squad, but this, the amount of improvement he added to his squad was not good enough for them to win the trophy. The real United are at the moment not only these five big players, quality players that will come to the first team and change and change things. Um, this is where I I thought the logic of of making country without the time because from what I hear, United have United don't have much to spend on as far as this month. Yeah. I don't know if that has improved us. Um we need we need we are crossing the mutual, we need more crossing the defense, even in our past we have more crossing. So I would have spread spend down one hundred and twenty one pounds on five good players and on one one English player and not really well, um, so let me continue with my standard talk. Do you, you know, the, 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 the transfer market is not exactly very funny. Many clubs are putting quite um, some money on their players. But do you think like 120, 150, 200 can get you five quality players? It doesn't seem feasible if you ask me. The, the transfer market this year is especially 
complex because of this whole coronavirus pandemic. Yeah. Clubs are very, I think very um, cultures are out to spend money. If I get that to take a loan, they won't be able to spend money. Um, the lack of funds in, in, in the stadium took a huge chunk of the club's revenue. And that's the same for most clubs. So, for example, Arsenal, for example, um, yeah, transfer um, strategy this window has taken the Lampard. Football, but most especially by the lack of fans in the stadium, because they taking is a huge part of modern day football. And you know, a lot of clubs have not had that enough in this year. And finding players of huge sums of money is going to be really difficult to pull off. During this summer window, I see a case more clubs um, sparking players than outright sales of huge transfer fees. Like the, like the situation between Barcelona and Juventus, their planning was swapped for at all. I think we are going to see more of that. Um, so one second Chelsea that was smart I've not lived in any, any club doing the thing. And I don't see any club doing the thing. Alright. So let's let's leave Manchester United because um, hopefully they are able to they are able to get players that are good enough for the team. And um recently, you know, some months ago I was watching a conversation between Nicky Giovanni and James Baldwin. And um, James Baldwin said something that struck me. He said that as a man, he is not allowed to be a man. The question was, what defines a man as a man? What is that thing that you're going to, what are those qualities, quote unquote, that you're going to pick out and say, okay, this is what defines this person as a man, or this is what defines this person as not being a man? What do you think, what do you think defines a man as a man? Um. I don't really think of a man in, in two respects. I, I believe a man's three fundamental aspects of an element are either ability to provide, either ability to protect, and ability to create. Okay. Um, a man's ability to provide is responsibility, his ability to protect, his ability to create, that's the purpose. And the moment these three factors are aligned, that's what really makes a man. Um, Money is a huge part of this because without money, a man will struggle to provide. Without money, man will struggle to provide a sense of security for his, for his family and his loved ones. Without money, the chances of procreating also reduce the overall and death. So, a man's core being a god of him is that those three values for me providing, protecting, and providing. So, it's, it's a straight piece, providing, protecting for creative. Now, personally, yeah. a, a man is unable to, I'm going to stay on the financial side of this now, financial is unable to provide enough, right, for his family and for those he loves. Does that make him less a man? Does, does, that, does that take away his manliness from him? A, a man struggling to, to provide his family is a matter of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Irresponsible is not a man responsibility is not the essence of trying to judge a man by irresponsible men and men because the whole idea about being a man is to be responsible. And the moment to lack that kind of responsibility and that sense of um of knowing what is expected of you and being able to meet up with these expectations. For me, I, I, I feel that we need to work, work more to attain that, that, that height of being called a man. Um, and this is where a lot of women you know, have issues with men who feel that they do not really have to work to, to, to earn respect. A man has to 
attend whatever happens or whatever parties or whatever um impressions to to desires of or craves on top and without you know being able to provide that being able to you know to to make yourself useful for your family and those who need you I I doubt the mindset of such a man <laughs> now this this um, expectations who defines it right so you said oh that's what I believe you should put who 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 defines this expectation because it seems as if we are given the body of proof to do certain things before we can enter into the halo chambers of being a man are we not in all I I don't I don't have to say who I think it's a case of what okay what contentment is coming determines this the situation you find yourself in um for example as as a man you are expected to succeed what if you don't what if you don't succeed what if you don't succeed what happens to you then what when 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 you when you say what if you don't succeed you are assuming success as because um particular um fixed point but it doesn't work like that every man will succeed at the level that he um so they being able to graduate from 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 university and get a a secure job for some men is not success but for others you may not be able to pay for shelter for yourself with your own money so different levels of success it doesn't really have to work you don't really have to have Um, $80 million dollars in your bank account to be successful. But ultimately, my my definition of success is being able to account for yourself, being able to earn for yourself, to to not really be dependent on other people, to to live the kind of life you, know, you are going to be comfortable with. So, so as I was um um trying to explain before you ask the question, circumstances determine how a man survives and why a man survives. And certain situations, a man will find himself in a, in a scenario and instance where everything is riding on him. The right, the right solutions is dependent on different and contribution. The moment a man is unable to rise up above that challenge and make himself, um, make himself um, of use and make himself overcome those challenges and obstacles. That's when he becomes the real man. Okay. Now, if we are hinging a man's um, a man's manliness on his abilities to provide, protect, and procreate, isn't that stereotyping? Isn't that um, taking away his essence? Because I feel like everybody's everybody has an essence, um, devoid. Of whether they can create, whether they can protect, whether they can provide. I feel like as a man, like being biologically a man, that should be enough reason to call a person a man. That should be enough information to say I'm a man. Whether I can provide, procreate, or protect, it doesn't change it, does it? Um, I, I think you're being simplistic here because why your notion of, of of a man depends on biology, after all, you know it's. It's biology that determines differences between gender and to some extent sexes. Yes. In the case of of, of judging, you know, what really stands one adult male apart from another adult male, we come to to start looking at things like abilities and attributes, okay. and values, and those are the things that really stand out. A man that's living up 
to his expect to his uh, to what is expected of him to his purpose. I'm a man that is struggling to do that. So I think when we are judging manliness in this in, uh, uh, instance, we are basically talking about a man that is living up to what is expected of him and that is, you know, proud and able to to deliver when when it is required and when it's demanded by a circumstance. Okay, so you you said to, you said earlier that it is the standard set by society. Now, is it possible? No, I never mentioned that. Okay, so so I said circumstances. By circumstances. So, for adventure, um, I let me let me let me say, for adventure, I leave the country, I go somewhere else. Does that circumstance, does the change of circumstance change the definition of a man, or does it remain static everywhere I go to? Yes, I, I understand that. Um, the circumstances doesn't really change so much at its core, because at the end of the day, every circumstance has its own challenge, has its own demand, okay. and of course, um, the demand of trying to make it in a foreign country is different from the demand of trying to make it um, against um, um, economic hardship like we have in Nigeria. So different levels of, of challenges, different demands, but at the end of the day, all of them expect the man to take it up and, and, and rise to the location. Um, a man that fumbles or that succumbs to circumstances is it's, it's not going to be able to attain his purpose in life because the whole essence of being a man is to be able to, you know, stand up to, to challenge and, and be great and courageous in the face of adversity. And so when you're in a situation where it demands of you to to use your wit, to use your knowledge, to use your expertise, to use your strength, to, to gain some leverage or gain some success, it is expected and it is um, um, it is called, uh, it's a thing of, of value for that for a man that, that has. Hello. Yes, yes, I'm with you. Okay. Um, so let's 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 um let's change the course a little bit. Um, in relationships, right, between a man and a woman, those relationships, what are those things that would make a boyfriend or a husband? Let me say boyfriend. Let me not go too far. What are those what are those qualities that make a boyfriend? Man enough, is he buying them, buying your girlfriend clothes, or, or taking her for expensive dinners, or getting her diamond rings and diamond necklaces? What, what are those qualities? What do you think are those qualities that make a relationship man a man? Um, this is this is this is a very um, interesting conversation, and we do. We do discuss this a lot mm-hmm. on social media, and it gets into the content that are doing about feminism and things like that. Yeah. But in a man's role in a relationship is the contextual and relative to the circumstances within the relationship. If you are facing a woman that is economically economically stable, financially economically independent. A man that needs to comply with that is, and if not as important as it would be, it is related to the woman that depends on him for for, okay. for for that. A man's challenge and responsibility becomes as basic as our responsibility. It is the ability to provide solutions to inspire his partner 
And so the dynamics of the relationship is what determines a man's input and a man's atmosphere, a man's relevance in the context of the relationship. In today's world, we have a situation where the relationship between men and women, especially in Nigeria, is based along two, two factors. Okay. Bring the money and the woman bring in the sex. And both expect that what they are going to do is enough to sustain the relationship. Most times, a lot of those kind of relationships fail because you talk about making money and making sex. So you should transcend that. It should be a, a, a union that helps you both complement yourself, complement your, your, your basic values. People talk about how, um, in context of, of marriage, how it is important to find a woman that can beat you. But I've always doubted the logic of that. I believe that both a man and a woman should be complete for themselves before okay. now into you know get into the relationship. Um but there's a lot of expectation and and, and men in you know, at this point in time saying that for for men success is non is non negotiable. Um a woman can feel and feel you know feel relevant and feel useful. Um but a, a man that feels Become the burden on the society and the burden. True. And then I want that kind of man, the liability. Um, so, in that, in that case, I'm thinking of going into a relationship. The important thing to you know is that that left me there to really cope with the responsibility and the man that that relationship brings up. Alright. So, I was thinking of something recently. Um, you, you, you watch Blind, you watch Big Brother Nigeria, don't you? I don't know. Do you, do you, do you watch Big Brother? I don't know. Do you, do you, do you watch Big Brother? Do you watch Big Brother? No, 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 I, I, I don't, but to some extent, I'm aware of what is going on in the house. Okay, so, um, I was just having a short of conversation in my book. The whole, um, so the, um, there, was a, there was a situation with our boss, boss Lincoln, how he likes a girl, but the girl doesn't like him per se, and then she goes, oh, I am mentally attracted to you, and I'm physically attracted to some other person. Now, what, what, do you, what do you think of this whole mental attraction, physical attraction? What 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 does mental attraction mean? It, it still doesn't make sense to me. What is the person? Oh, I am mentally attracted to you. What does that? What does it mean to be mentally attracted? Like our brains just start bringing out their neurons and putting our heads together, and then they will just fuse. What what does it what does it really mean? I I think when when women when we use women in this context, um, it takes something that um you know, like to to. So start from the point of view of women. I think when women use the term mentally attracted, they are speaking in terms of idealistic um their idealistic impression of the man. Okay. Basically what they are implying or suggesting is that this is the kind of man I would want. Or this is not the kind of man I want. Okay, so it is more of I would yes. not love this, but I don't love this. Exactly. Yes. So, for example, <laughs> this, this, I don't know if you've watched um, we've seen um, psychic temptations okay. um, by 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 Tyler Perry. So this woman suddenly finds a a husband, a dog, one of the doctor, and it's a very homely man, 
and pictures for her. It's also a very difficult and stressful and gentle, very, I don't, I don't, I don't want to use the word simple in its, in its ambition, but it's not flamboyant and it's not fancy. It's not doesn't have six stuff and it's not stunningly attractive. Then she meets a man that has all these qualities, you know, rich, cool, young, really, really stunning body, well spoken, you know, witty, everything. And then she falls, she falls into, you know, love with him, she falls in love with him and they have an affair and everything goes south. That other man she's having an affair with is a man she was mentally attracted to because he fulfills her fantasies. He meets her idealized expectations. Okay. But the kind of man that such a woman really needs is the kind of man she marries, which is her husband. But because, you know, she is unable to arrive at a balance and a clear understanding of what she should be and what she should do, she ends up mixing everything up to the to the point where she now loses both men in different circumstances. So when a woman says she's meant under other she's basically judging the guy based on her supposed idealistic preferences rather than the things she feels will be compatible with her own personality and her own needs. Okay. Okay. So as, as a guy, which which would you love to be which part of the attraction spectrum would you love to be on? Or <laughs> the mental I I I I'm a writer. I'm being a writer means that a lot of women will be attracted to you based on your intellect and based on your artistry rather than your personality because some of them would even misjudge your writing and assume that this is kind of person you are and kind of man you are. And it's not always the case with creative people. It's something for musicians, they have a certain person that they put out there and they not be consistent with their real self. So, um, I think I'm basically comfortable with both. I have few friends who feel that way about me and I have few friends who I know want to be in a relationship with me. And they see me as an ideal kind of partner for them. And there are some who think I would have been an ideal partner for certain factors. So, that that's just the way it is. And in some instances, you may look like the kind of husband you want, you may look like the kind of husband you want, you may think like the kind of husband you want. But certain things that makes you the whole and complete package. And for a lot of women, because it's handsome, you know, and it's well-skilled from a deep background, it's very articulate. But some women are not attracted to first thing guys. Okay. So there are certain insecurities that we have. Okay. Some are not attracted to tall guys. And some have reservations about marrying men from aristocratic backgrounds. Yeah. So they think that with such men always comes, you know, you know, just, a level of arrogance and, and, and dominating persona that they don't want to subject themselves to. So for, 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 for me, I'm comfortable with both. I think at the end of the day, what matters is that the woman that likes like you and the other, the rest that continues to be that other to be that Okay, um, this is the last question for Cypher Cancer. Now, you, you already mentioned earlier when, when we were talking about what defines a man, about purpose. 
question. Mm. Do you really, do you honestly, because I, I am, I have been on that crossroad for a while. Like, really, is there anything like purpose? Or am I not just, am I not just trying to whip up certain ideas or trying to believe in certain music that people have been playing in my head that there's anything like purpose? Is there a purpose that really, is there a thing? Because from what I understand of purpose, it is a thing you were created to do, something that God made you to do. Is there really, honestly, a purpose for people? Like, do we really have this, this grand, special thing that we are meant to do? And if you do those grand, yes. special things, then I'd like to become a lot less. More in, in, in psychology, there's, there's, there's this, um, term and concept called an existential crisis. Yeah. And most scientific people explain an existential crisis. It does with them being conflicted about those points of, of human human existence. And this is where having a sense of purpose and the clear sense of directions comes in. When I speak about purpose, <laughs> I really don't know what you Okay. Yeah, your, your question is about purpose. Yes, purpose. Yeah. Okay, so I was saying that when I, when I speak about purpose, I'm not talking about a divine conditioning okay. or a, a fixed um, notion inspired by religious doctrine or dogma. Okay. What I mean really is an objective for life. In, in modern psychology, that's the concept called existential crisis. I mean, I think that existential crisis Focus when someone is um, when someone has become cynical or has become conflicted about the whole point of being alive or being human. For me, um, I define my purpose based on how, how my life has, has, has gone. Um, all my life, I've always wanted to be more than myself. I've always wanted to prove that I was that I was deserving of life. Okay. Um, as a, a very um, childhood to the point that um, <laughs> my grandma used to tell me stories of how I was nearly adopted and when I think about that I I always want to live in a way that I'm able to prove to myself that I deserve to be here when I decided to be a writer I wanted to, to inspire people with my words I wanted to you know tell stories change narratives you know that, um, inspire conversations um, and everything that I do basically goes into that purpose. I see my purpose for living as a chance for me to use my life to impact other lives. Um, and for some men, that's the same purpose that they have. They earn money to be able to help their family and when they do that, they feel a sense of fulfillment. For some other men, it's been able to prove to people who hold them up and people who don't really need to live with them that they can amount to something great in life. And so we all have different purposes and ultimately each of our purposes is, is I don't want to use the word selfish but in, in a way <laughs> that would be yeah. a level of, of the self being better off through that purpose. Any purpose that you know that it, that comes at the expense of yourself and your unique Realities and me, I find it very questionable and problematic because if you're not in a right mental state, in a right emotional state, there's no way you can actually achieve your purpose or even commit to, to ensuring that your purpose comes to reality. So it's important in terms of purpose, have a sense of direction, have 
um, what he aspires to, what he aspires and and what drives me. Because the moment you lose this, then your your energy and your desire to continue living also becomes at risk. All right. So um, it says wanting to do something that makes your life meaningful, and like you said, um, I think I think every purpose is selfish. My, my, I think my my issue have always been that you know the, the, the idea of purpose that was taught was that oh you have to find what God has made you for, and I often found it conflicting to think that God made me for one thing especially because yo there are people who have a lot of things they can do and they do them quite well. So it, I think it is unfair to those kind of people to say, oh, you're only made for A, or you're only made for one thing. So thank you for the clarity. And before we round up, <laughs> before, before we round up, um, what if you, if you were to speak to men, young men, old men, um, men, men, they're not really men, whatever men they are, what, what, would, you, what would you tell them? Just one minute, the advice. You want to give the advice to the people who are listening right now. What's that advice you give them? Um, I just want to say that as men, um, we should never allow ourselves to be coward into relegating our importance and value to, to, to the society. Um, you will watch adverts on TV promoting um, the erosion of, of, of gender or masculinity in an attempt to score um, inclusivity and diversity from your favorite male personalities will occasionally say things that will make you question what masculinity really means, but don't be deceived. Masculinity is not toxic. Masculinity doesn't support your responsibility, and neither does this encouragement to speak to women as they expect and regard. Um, lastly, um, it's okay to be a man. Hey. Don't eliminate yourself from it. It's okay to Don't feel bad about it. Oh. Don't allow yourself to be swept away by the emotional blackmail. Hey. Seriously, it's, it's okay, okay to, to be a man. man. It's okay to be a man. <laughs> it's very good to be a man. Alright man, thank you so much for this for this for this conversation. I feel I feel like right now I have this I have this extra energy to be a man. I have to come there like okay. I can there and I don't mind how wear my my man my man's corner hammer and I'll go and try to touch body like right now I'm a man. Anyway, thank you so much. You you the story before I I need to I need to chip in to get in but I won't be happy if I don't. Okay. Um in, in today's world, there's a lot of talk about public masculinity. Yeah. Um, I don't believe masculinity is public. Um, I think it's a modern society's interpretation of what conventional masculinity should entail that is toxic. Um, okay. It's fairly easy these days to then fail behavior, this type of sentence, and anything that clonalized money less. Sometimes, what we expect from masculinity is what we see in femininity. So, that means that men and women are different, and we always be different. And should be allowed to live in a manner that justifies their respective sense of self. Without men being men, without men being able to also be more than men, civilization as we know it wouldn't exist. So, true masculinity challenges men to be better, to aspire for greatness, no matter the challenge. So, I, I do not believe that masculinity is, 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 is the demon that it is painted to be. Mm-hmm. Alright, so thank you for being on the podcast. Um, the lot of us here, recently, and myself, and this table, and this chair, we say thank you so much. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to be on. I'm really glad. Thank so, you. So, just, just in case anybody listening to this would want to know what the league does and they want to um, reach out to you, so what do you do and how can they reach you? That's the same for that. Yeah, um, my email address is beginners at gmail.com. Um, I'm a writer, editor. 
you you asked me to to yeah. um talk about what I do. Yeah, what should you so, recommend? Um, yeah. Um my email address is at um thegeniusatgenius.com that's e h w genius at com. Okay. Um Twitter I'm at nobody um at N O B O D H W E. Um I'm a freelance writer, um I write football fiction essays, satires, those are my real questions. Um I think about you know sports, it's about general issues, I think about um about politics, about philosophy, everything. So you can reach me reach me on those on those platforms. All right then thank you so much sir for being on the Yeah Young Man podcast for the Kim for me to do and um <clears throat> thank you so much bro. Thank you so much for, for having me. I really appreciate it. I hope we can do this again. Oh, yeah, hopefully we can. Hopefully we can. A lot of people. Yeah. That would be good. All right. Thank you so much, sir. Bye. You're welcome. Bye.